This is an Audio Wool original. This episode of Fright Day is brought to you by Gates of Hell Chipotle Hot Sauce by Fright Day. Bold Chipotle flavor blended with habanero peppers for just the right burn. Kissed with garlic and passion fruit. Zero human blood, like none at all. Visit shop.frightday.com before the first batch disappears. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you'd like to support us, go to patreon.com slash frightday. If you, I swear to God. No whistling? No singing skinamarink. You want to get it out? I mean, no, not now. It won't be fun now. I got to do it later. It's a nonsense children's rhyming song. Okay. What does skinamarink mean? Yep. See, I I wanted to sing it just there, but then I didn't. Mm-hmm. I know. It's really tough. Because it felt less fun. Spoiler alert. They never sing it in the movie. No, they don't. But the context makes sense. I'm very interested to hear what you think of this movie, Byron. <sighs> Scariest movie of the year. I knew you hated it. It is Friday. I'm your host, Byron. And I didn't finish this part, but what happens when uh, home turns from the place you feel safe into a place you can't leave? I feel like you could have sold that harder. You think I should? I mean, I'm just, just going to do it later. That's not bad, though. No, it, it's it's good words. You just weren't selling it very hard. Well, I with, just like, jotted your energy. it down really quick. So your maybe, energy was Maybe it's better solid. than I think it is. It's good. Should I try again? You should you should do it with commitment this okay. time. <clears throat> what happens when home turns from the place where you feel most safe to someplace you can't leave? Ooh, is that good? It's great. We'll talk about that tonight as we review Kyle Edward Bell's Skin of a Rink. I'm joined tonight by Kelly. <laughs> Hello. And Sam can't make it because he can't leave. He can't leave. <laughs> He's stuck, stuck in his home. Too bad for him because you're not even here. No. You're in Florida. I am in Florida. Registering to vote yeah doing your, your oh, american Lord. duty i huh? should be well oh so grim give it a shot shots would be one of the only people doing that there i was gonna take it a whole different direction from that but okay oh, you're talking about alcoholic beverages nope oh. not that one either well basketball uh-uh okay. last remaining option probably shouldn't talk about what assassination is oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> So, like, what, what do you think you're doing right now? Uh, you're um, laying on a lazy river. You ever go to the water parks in Disney? We talked all about Disney. We did. We did. I, think, I, I think do once in a while, but... Coming out soon. Uh, oh, you guys, I apologize for any of you that that makes hate me, but mm-hmm. it it's just, there's something amazing about it. Thefridaysociety.org. Yeah. Go make a homemade Dole Whip. Oh, there is a recipe for that there. Copycat. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very nice. Uh-huh. Cheshire Cat. Cheshire that's a good one. You ever Lots see that guy drug there? Drug references there. Excuse me? Uh, well, I mean, Lewis Carroll. Was, is he a drug guy? I mean, he was addicted to opium when he wrote that. Who wasn't? Yeah, that's true. And here that's we are point. again. Here full circle. Yeah, you hear about that uh, school where somebody was burning fentanyl in the bathroom? Is that how you do it? I think they were burning the pills maybe to get rid of them. Oh, and classic. And like everybody got sick. 
No, I didn't yeah. hear about that. Yeah. Uh, hear about Velma being a right-wing psyop? I didn't know that. Yeah. What the hell's going on? It's a weird what, world, Did you dude. watch it? No, I haven't watched it yet. I just was listening to Daily Zeitgeist. Right-wing psyop. Yeah. There's a theory that the reviews are fake reviews. They're Schumered. Yeah. Just like how there was a hate campaign against Amy Schumer when her special came in on Netflix, and now there's no thumbs down. On Netflix? That took well, away the thumb? No, it took away the percentage, like the score, basically. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, no, it's not. I, I mean, I would like to know if something's good or not. I, I don't know that you're going to learn that by the mass audience well, thumbs up or thumbs down. As our psychiatrist always says. Yeah, consensus fucking blows is what that's our psychiatrist what, says. That's not what he says at all. No, I know. Yeah. That's what I say. But you're on a beach, a fake beach. A fake beach. I'm a actually, manufactured beach. Realistically, I'm probably writing the Tower of Terror right now. Oh, a couple times? My record is 16 times in a row. Is it even fun at that point? It is. Does Do you remember change? the last um, time I went and I sent you audio yeah. of writing it by myself? Yeah, you were by yourself. Uh-huh. Great, because the kids night? couldn't go. Well, yeah, Sam and I were on like a anniversary trip. Yeah. And Sam cowered it out after like 10. No, come on. He uh-huh. just says, I've seen And I just said, before. I'm going, I'm going. And no, he was real sick. He was like, I can't do Does it, it again, Kelly. Does it make you sick? It's just a drop ride, right? Yeah, but it's it's programmed to be different every time. That so was like, my you don't question. Know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. All right. Well, I've never been there. I hope you're having a good Soon, time. Soon, I'll get you there. No, nah, I don't know. I didn't I get I the will. invite this time. Well, that's okay. We'll get you there soon. I didn't get the invite. You want to come? See what last minute tickets are. Well, I'll look them up. You're already there, but you're leaving tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. I'm checking. I'm checking tickets, B. I don't think I actually can do that. Google I got a lot going flights. on. That's plenty. Kelly. Uh, Yo. I'm trying to pad this episode because I'm worried. Well, you're worried that you don't have enough to say about Skinnamarie? <laughs> I kind of am, but I guess. Really? A hundred percent. That's shocking let's to take, me. Let's take our time as we put away these DVD copies of The Adventures of Pluto Nash. Whew. It's time for staff picks. They say so much, but they never tell you if it's any good. Terrible movie with Ichi's mom in it. The Howling Horror, straight ahead. I mean, we got an extra bedroom for you. I'm I'm not coming to Disney World. We could just do the night ticket for you. You could do the after hours thing. What else am I going to be doing during that? I guess I'd be seeing my buddy Forgiato. Look. I mean, you could. Damn. Where is he in Orlando? In Orlando. How close? Fort Lauderdale. I don't know how close that. I mean, you could drive it. We've got. It's on the east side. Yeah. You could drop us off at the park, take the rental car, go see Forgiato, then come back and do the night park with us. I'm not going to do work on a trip like that. But Kelly, what's your what's your staff pick, Byron? Well, it's not it's not one for one similar, but I I feel the same kind of level of safe turning unsettling. Interesting. And making the most of what you have with your budget. Well, and this uh, this is a black and white feature film that might ruin the vibe for your trip. Oh God, really? I'm talking Escape from Tomorrow. People come here because they want to feel safe. Bad things happen everywhere, especially. the Disney horror one directed by Randy Moore uh, and it's the only thing he's ever done in the industry weird sights and events threaten a man's sanity during a family trip to a big theme park 
I mean, was it actually filmed in Disney That's World? That's the coolest thing about this. So it premiered Sundance in, uh, I think, 2012 or 2013. Got a lot of attention because it was compiled of footage mostly stolen while inside Disney parks. So both world and That's pretty land. fun. They shot it with phones, handheld cameras, stuff like that. It's a weird flick. I think we watched it together. Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable. Surreal, hallucinatory, morphing images, demonic faces. We got a guy losing his job, but he doesn't want it to ruin his family vacation, which is fair. It is fair. Keep but bad news out of there. It's right? also scary because it's very easy if you're predisposed towards financial anxiety it's it's a place where that really can peek out interesting that's a genre of horror that i don't think we've ever really discussed i mean desperation financial anxiety yeah what's there's oh god the one that had uh pat healy cheap thrills yeah yeah that's that's, true that's kind of a that makes sense yeah we might have to make a top 13 list for friday.com about financial horror i'll do it when i get back when i'm stressed about money Um, recession should be full blown when you get back i've become a really big fan of pre-purchasing everything you can for trips so that you get the anxiety out soon nice and then when you actually go it's like well money's already gone spent it yeah that's fun not a good film, though. Just kind of a, an interesting project. Yeah, interesting idea. And possibly some foreshadowing of my thoughts about tonight's film. Uh, oh. oh. Well, you know what? I would like to give tonight's film and tonight's director a little bit more optimism. Ooh, okay. and so let's be honest. I'm not going to give him this much optimism because oh. this is unparalleled. Okay. I'm pulling back to a 1970. Well, it was 1977, but it was officially released in 78. Flick. Very low budge. I like this era. What's up? Starring Jack Nance. I don't think I know Jack Nance. Look up Jack Nance. Oh, so he's Mr. Eraserhead. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Oh, we were doing that. Eraserhead. Super low budge guerrilla filmmaking. Uh huh. Weird. This is a David. David Lynch. Yeah. You freaking better believe it is. It was actually only released as a midnight movie. Initially? Eraserhead was? Yeah, but a bunch of people oh. saw it went bananas over it okay so john waters stanley kubrick mel brooks this is how he got traction to be able to make more movies mm-hmm. now what i love about lynch's pathway is that he stayed weird as shit certainly he he made things that were more accessible than eraser head but everything he has made is weird as shit okay and what is eraser head about i mean it's a hard movie to describe Okay. I guess I'll just do the IMDb description because it's a pretty good summary. Okay. Henry Spencer tries to survive his industrial environment, his angry girlfriend, and the unbearable screams of his newly born mutant child. And yeah. Wow. You know, David Lynch has a very interesting background in general. And I think because he's such a wild creative, there are lots of theories about this kind of channeling all the anxiety he had about becoming a father. It is definitely parent horror to a certain degree. It's relationship horror. If you are a David Lynch fan, you definitely have to watch this and you can see the roots of things that he would go on to do. But I do think while I agree to a, you know, a portion of what you say is true, Byron, he has done more mainstream things. But if you look at what he did with the third season of Twin Peaks, when Showtime basically said, here's a bunch of money, you can do what you want. He made some of the weirdest, craziest shit I've ever seen that I don't think is... In that last season of Twin Peaks? Yeah, I don't huh. think it's much less weird than this. 
But yeah, I think tonight's film, we're talking about a director that's just getting his start. The hope is that maybe he moves on to do something really interesting. I think that much like Skinnamarink, Eraserhead is a really fascinating idea that was pretty much unlike anything that had been done before. And it's mostly good for that reason. Okay. Okay. So it's, it's now, good on its... Yeah. And I, I don't think that everyone would agree with me on this, but I think that it's it kind of broke barriers and did something that people hadn't seen before, which is why it got attention. And also why people started to trust him to do something and to give him money. I'm hoping it does the same because I think our director tonight has a lot of potential. I don't know that if I would have seen Eraserhead, I mean, I wasn't alive yet, but if I had seen it when it came out, I'm not sure what I would have thought of it. I don't think I would have been able to handle it. I mean, that. it's it's very uncomfortable in a way that is psychologically unsettling, not necessarily anything visual that is super disturbing, but it creates an entire vibe that is just really uncomfortable. You know what's interesting is I think Harmony Corinne's films, that's like my David Lynch gummo julian donkey boy that sort of yeah i can see that exploration into the outskirts of society yeah and just as grotesque but he does it in a kind of a different way and i think what makes eraser set eraser head horror is that it captures this world that isn't completely different from the world that we live in Mm -hmm. and yet is utterly horrifying yeah like they both do fringe work it's very dreamlike in some ways, but also not entirely unfathomable as a reality. It looks like David's got a TV series that's coming out called Unrecorded Night. Yeah, it's been posted for this? a really long time. There's so many theories. I'm still hanging on to hope that it's season four. You think, oh, you think it's an, oh, a secret season it. of... I want it so bad to be season well, four. Well, I, I think it'll be cool that, I mean, if he continues his relationship with Showtime. I don't know who's putting this out. but I don't know either. I just can't get enough of David Lynch. His birthday is actually... Holy fuck, his birthday's today! His 77th birthday is today! That's exciting. And I just realized that I was doing that on his 77th birthday. Well... Wow, that's like weird. That's weird. No, it's That's fine. weird that I did that. Happy birthday, David. Oh my gosh, I love him. And he's very into numerology and seven is a big number for him and today's the 77th. Yeah. Does he, have a, does he have a daily weather report about this? Looks like he stopped Kelly doing this about a month ago. Fucking damn it. I'm sorry. He was drawing numbers and then doing weather, but uh, he yeah, has... It's stopped. like my favorite thing ever. Maybe he's on vacation. Yeah. Let him stop. Maybe he's birthday. in Disney World. I hope I see him in Disney World. Happy birthday, Dave. And uh, you have great hair and so does the guy from Eraserhead. Pretty, yeah. Pretty cool stuff. It's true. But before we lock up, Kelly... I'd like to take a second to welcome and initiate some new members into the Friday Society. And we're trying something new. What you got there? Sorry, I was just auto-playing some stuff on David Lynch Theater. Okay, I would like you to pay attention because these people, Kelly, they're new members of the Friday Society. Okay. Which you can join at thefridaysociety.org, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. James H. And Shane E. Welcome. Welcome. And raise your left hand and repeat after me. <clears throat> I will read the first 200 pages. Nope, we're not doing of those the anymore. The new UAP report. Not doing those anymore. But what if I need help reading it? <laughs> you can you can request it, but we have a we have an oath now, Kelly. Okay. This is a a rough oath. Right hand or left hand? We're doing left. All oh, right. And I guess Kelly, for the first time, you can repeat after me, just for the okay. sake of learning. Left hand up, and just James and and Shane. Everyone else, ignore this part. Unless, I guess you're a previous member, you can also take the oath, I suppose. I, state your name. I, 
Kelly. Great. Promise to dedicate my available time. Promise to dedicate my available time. To the exploration and advancement of the frightening. To the exploration and advancement of the frightening. It's now my responsibility. It's now my responsibility. To be an example of rational curiosity. To be an example of rational curiosity. Sympathy and decency. Sympathy and decency. As I explore the macabre. As I explore the macabre. Welcome to the Frightening Society. Woo! I don't know if that's going to stick. I love it. Okay, we'll see. I, I love it. I like it. Great. I wonder if anybody gets a tattoo. Oh, of that? Mm-hmm. I hope not. I mean. Mm. You made it this far, Kelly. Yeah. I haven't sang the song once. Skin of a ring. Hope you're enjoying your visit here this evening. Now, on with the show. Skinnamarink is a 2022 Canadian experimental horror film written and directed by Kyle Edward Ball. Two children wake up in the middle of the night to find that their father is missing, and all the windows and doors in their home have vanished. Kyle Edward Ball. Canadian director. He got his start five years ago, I believe, with a YouTube channel called Bite Sized Horrors. People would comment their nightmares on Reddit or in the YouTube, I would imagine, and he would re- recreate them in a very similar style that we see on the screen in Skinamarink. But all of the content wasn't shorts. No. He also put out stuff like Nostalgic Horror Radio in 1950s Bedroom to Fall Asleep to, two-hour mix. Did you listen to that? No, but I probably should. And Nostalgic Science Fiction Radio to Fall Asleep slash Get Abducted to. This is my man. Both of these are a play on that lo-fi hip-hop radio beats to relax slash study to trend. Yeah, which I'm very into. You do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's kind of fun. Not terribly popular, though, this YouTube channel. It's got like 10,000 And what is the name of the YouTube channel? Bite-Sized Horrors. Yeah, you should check it out. He made a 30-minute short called Heck, which is based on a nightmare that he had when he was little. It's it's what this is based on. Yeah, yeah. Basically a proof of concept. He submitted it to Fantasia, and it didn't get accepted. Biscuits. Yeah, but that's okay. He he uh, shot Skinamarink. It took him seven days and about $15,000, which was mostly crowdfunded using something called Seed and Spark, mm-hmm. which must be some Canadian GoFundMe thing. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He used equipment that he borrowed from the Film and Video Arts Society of Alberta, Canada, which is a nonprofit in Edmonton. God, Canada's a, it's such a great place. Yeah, he, he lives in Edmonton, which is just north from us. Yeah. Just up zip, zip. there. 31 years old, and he uh, lives with his boyfriend in Edmonton. Gay Canadian found footage horror director has a playlist about getting abducted. Okay. He's wow. Your, he's your guy. Wow. And this film, Skinmarink, finally got accepted to Fantasia for its premiere in 2022, and they got a shutter deal, shook hands after the movie premiered. Which is spectacular. Yeah. I, it's gotten so much buzz well it's very buzzy yeah it was actually set for an october 2023 release that is until it got leaked and now it's out yes yeah not a total loss of course because this this leaking kelly it's not 
it's horrible and I wish it didn't happen, but it caused something that I think is really unique. Fed buzz. And it fed TikTok. Yeah, fed TikTok buzz. Took off on TikTok and it quickly. That's where the kids are these days. Became like a modern Blair Witch kind of thing, which is fun. Yeah. I'm sure it was incredibly distressing for Kyle. Do you think it was? Or was it not? He did express in an interview that it ruined his Halloween. That was around the time that it got leaked. Well, I mean, yeah. I can understand Imagine hustling so hard and creating this only to have it I have a low-key theory. Oh, you think he leaked it? I think he leaked it and he has to say that because... he's a YouTube guy. Yeah, I think he, he has to say that, obviously, because if it was him that leaked it, like, he'd be screwed from the production companies. No, I actually know it was... There was, was a festival er- there was that actually... There was an error at a digital festival yeah, and they, they leaked. I think he, he did it all. You still... Well, other films got leaked as well, Kelly. It wasn't just I think it was film. a smart move. I don't believe it was purposeful. But... Okay, I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, all of the excitement, Shudder and IFC Midnight kind of leaned into this and decided to release it on Friday the 13th. Last weekend? January, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just came out, limited release, and it brought in officially over a million dollars on its opening. On 15 grand. That is a... a, 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 a paranormal activity if i ever saw one. it is in fact paranormal was even more expensive than 15 wasn't paranormal was like 30 i think it was 10 but oh. i don't know okay. and i'm sure that paranormal activity made far more money than skinnamarink yeah, yeah but skinnamarink's not done that's true and it is expanding i don't know when it's going to come to shutter i'm sure that they will be navigating that and deciding. you know when it isn't is it's not coming on friday the 13th to shutter uh we i mean we talked a little bit about experimental horror spooky dolls on Great. ceilings legos Spooky. they hurt to step legos on. hurt so fucking yeah you're bad. a parent oh my god do your they daughters hurt so do bad. lego yes they Ugh. love or are you going like international and doing the singular versus the plural you listen to that episode of farrier oh no i didn't I, yeah flightless bird of course yeah. you're talking about no yeah he did a thing on legos oh i bet that's every other fun. country calls them lego not legos interesting i, th- I thought that's what you were doing but nope. it's not what no you're doing? i i, I kind okay. of fell off with farrier really what happened Nothing. I just got overwhelmed by normal. Oh, okay. It wasn't like he upset I you. like him. No, he does okay. great work. And okay, I can't cool. wait to see his new documentary. He's my guy. So Skinnamarink is about <laughs> these poor kids. Poor kids. 1994. Four-year-old Kevin and six-year-old Kaylee. And it's all filmed weird angles, uh, all from the height of children. So it's like children vantage point. Everything feels overwhelming and scary. <laughs> Aren't really clear what's going on, which... You know, I often think about what my brain did or didn't do when I was little and when I my little ones were little, like the terror of having all of these feelings and thoughts and not being able to A, do anything that controls your environment or B, communicate clearly. How It's very kids? spooky to me. It's kind of like the notion of being in a vegetative state. Sure. Locked in. You are fully conscious, but everybody thinks you're not and like you can't talk or communicate. Like that's just a really spooky thing. Well, what's I think the most uncomfortable thing as that. a kid? I mean, would be losing your parents because they well, take care of you. depends on your parents, I suppose. But yeah. Well, but at four years old? Yeah. Very scary very few clues given as to what the hell's going on mm-hmm. i mean we are given the 1994 timestamp, and commitment to film grain is interesting yep very yep. low light film very low light film we know that kevin and kaylee are at home we know that kevin early in the movie falls down the stairs and his dad is on the phone with i would imagine to be their mother yeah and it's pretty clear they're separated says that well kaylee said he was sleepwalking and, and so, that's how he hurt himself. And that's how he hurt himself. Suddenly the dad isn't there and weird stuff starts happening. And it reminds me a little bit of Grave Encounters where time is progressing, but 
there's no sunrise, sunset. It's just dark. It's just dark. Well, because... I, mean, I guess the first night they try to sleep together in the living room. Yep, yep. Because they're noticing that there are no windows and no doors where they should yep. be. And they're kind of blinking in and out. I don't know if that's something they're witnessing or it's just something as an audience very that we're lynchy. supposed to be seeing. By the way, that was very lynchy. That's cool. It was cool. And they're in the living room together watching these vintage tapes of cartoons. Super terrifying Don't cartoons. love it. And oh, those were all royalty-free cartoons, which yeah. is kind of... Yeah. I mean, makes sense to use something like that. Yeah. And also, considering the title of the film, Skinamarink, <clears throat> the director did say that... What was that in a cartoon called Cats on a Hot Tin Roof? Oh, yeah. I hmm. believe so. Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, 1958. Interesting. I've never seen that movie because I don't like old things, Kelly. Maybe Fair. that added to the uh, uncomfortableness of this film. Also, 1995. I don't really understand the the way it was filmed in contrast to the year. Oh, I mean, I the don't know. The graininess was... could have been like 60s, 70s. Well, I don't know. Home cameras in the 90s were pretty grainy and shitty. Like there were good cameras, but there would be no reason that this. I almost would be feel a like camera. it would have been better to shoot though in, in like three, four your standard yeah, see, resolution. You're, you're out of my wheelhouse, my well, friend. Well, like if you're gonna if you're gonna simulate the era of the film in the nineties, you would go four, five. Yeah, three, four. I mean, can I tell you something that I just figured out? Well, I'm sure. you said that Kyle Edward Bell's thirty-one. Yeah. Do you know how old David Lynch was when Eraserhead Holy came fuck. out? Holy fuck. God damn it. I don't care. He was 31. That's cool. He was 31. Well, it'll be great to see what Kyle does. He was 31. I just, I just think that that felt a little inconsistent. Especially... Uh, that didn't bother me because it, it wasn't, I mean, it was found footage, but it wasn't really found footage because we weren't supposed to believe that the kids were hauling around was, a video camera. And it wasn't from anyone's perspective. No. It was. Yeah, it was just random. It was random, like a fly for, on the 45 wall. 45 second, so 60 second still shots. Uh-huh with a child how far did you get into the movie before you got sick of that and you were like 25 minutes i think 25 minutes okay. yeah i i had a roller coaster okay so i got about 10 minutes in and i was like what the fuck, fuck? <laughs> yeah and then i was like okay wait okay I'm, he's really doubling down we're sticking with this all right uh now i like it so you were where now where, i like where it you more. watching this let's let's pause there bedroom though. okay bedroom in bed with sam in bed. Okay. I was in bed as well. Computer on my side is laying on my side. You know, I have this fucked up ear from falling asleep in the bathtub three or four years ago. Yeah, after. when is that going to get fixed? I got to go to the doctor. You do. It's a good thing. You have health insurance. Go to the fucking doctor. I will go to the doctor. But I was trying to understand the dialogue. Oh, you didn't. A lot of times. Understand the. <sighs> We well, would yeah, do like stuff little, like that. But I think part of that's intentional. It is, no, that's, it totally is. And yeah. I'll explain a little bit more as well about that. The, the, he shot it with the same kind of like audio to be like that VHS camera, dirty, like distorted stuff. I, I couldn't quite hear everything clearly. And the dialogue was so unnatural in how they communicated with each other. It was like, say something, 30, 45 a minute goes by and then the response comes. Yep, which is how little kids work. Is it? Because yeah. it was the most tedious thing I've ever experienced yeah. in my entire life. Yep. It's 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 very accurate to little kids. And also, it's not just accurate to little kids in the weird delays, but the delays feels... I don't know, with my daughters even, and they're older than this, but if you hesitate for a millisecond to say something, 
they're on it. It's like time is stretched out for them. Okay. And well, so they... it could be like a one second delay and it sounds to them like a 30 second delay. And I thought the way like all these little details that captured a child's experience, I thought okay. were fucking brilliant. And I, I, I can give them all the credit in the world for that. However, for me, okay. trying to do this, especially, God damn it, Kelly, an hour and 40 minutes? I know. It went too long, didn't long. it? Didn't it? I loved it. <laughs> too you know, fucking long. In some ways, it reminds me of that famous family guy clip. The the chicken, yeah. chicken fight. Yeah, and it just keeps going and going. But like you have this emotional roller coaster throughout I... that little clip because you're like, okay, I'm over it. And then it becomes cool just because it keeps going. And okay. that's how I felt about it. So how tension should work for me in film as a, as a, a yeah. viewer? You swell it and then you give relief. And then you build again. It's pretty standard format. This isn't standard format, B. No, but it fails in this, though, because you cannot maintain this peak tension without release. This is why I picked Eraserhead as my, <laughs> as, true. as my staff pick, because it relies on the same, like, either you buy into this being a consistently unrelenting, uncomfortable world, uh-huh. or you or don't. Or it doesn't work. Yeah, 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 yeah. because it, it isn't up and down. It's very much like it is a The lightest moment is they hold. get like a shit bucket because they're too scared. Well, the toilet disappears. Ew, yeah. That's like about as light as the film yeah. gets. I do want to say, though, before I move away from the dialogue issues, some of the most muffled stuff was because Joshua Bookhalter is the name of the assistant director in this. Okay. Did a lot of work with the audio recording and some of the dialogue. And he yeah. tragically died after what? A- after filming Wrapped. Yeah. I didn't know that. What happened? I don't know. I couldn't find anything about it. Holy fuck. I don't think it's like a ooh, spooky mystery death thing. It's, it's not it's a probably, thing? probably something tragic. I, oh, sad. To honor his name they kept in a lot of the the poorly recorded dialogue and used subtitles where they needed to, which is really cool. Yeah, I dug that. That was part of what created the immersive, uncomfortable world that could sustain Mm -hmm. for me because not being heard, not understanding, and having no power over that disconnection from what's going on is such an awful feeling yeah kyle did us no favors yeah he didn't he did not make it he didn't make this very accessible which is interesting to me because i'm curious they like i said maybe two weeks ago i saw a trailer for this ahead of a film at an amc theater Mm -hmm. i cannot imagine many people who went into this expecting paranormal activity right would stick around Mm -hmm. they would stand up and leave i fell asleep by the way during okay. my first viewing I mean, of this. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. Got up the next morning and finished That isn't it. necessarily an indicator of a bad movie, though. No, you totally. fall asleep a lot. I do a lot of stuff. You do. I can't imagine. I what... do cross-stitch during movies now oh. to make sure I don't fall asleep. What kind? I'm working on a Twin Peaks cross-stitch that I've been doing for three years now. Cool. You know, Quentin Tarantino said that Fire Walk With Me is overrated. Quentin Tarantino can nah, suck that's... a fuck. Okay. I, guess, I mean, Quentin there is a plot Tarantino. to this. Moron. It's just kind of loose, right? Like dumb, dumpy. Okay. Who the fuck says that? It's fine. It's not great. We fucking dickhead. And I think we did do a cinema autopsy of that, if you're curious. And you even had to admit it was fucking... It wasn't bad. It was great. Not bad. Fucking masterpiece. So we, we know about the toilet disappearing... They're kind of just waiting. Yeah, and then mom and dad pop up, but we don't see their faces, and no. there are these weird figures sitting. There's and something it's very, under the bed. But there isn't something under no, the bed. No, but they're telling the kids to right. look, which like is it's, scary. It's all very cognitive dissonance. Yeah. Like, it's very uncomfortable. And then Kaylee is suddenly gone, and mm-hmm. there's this creepy, demonic, muffled voice that's 
talking. Telling Kevin. Telling Kevin to do different things. Goes upstairs and Kaylee's sitting in the parents' room, but she has no eyes and no mouth. That's a Kelly spook. For oh, that's sure. a Kelly spook for sure. Yeah, that's like basically the jerky head thing. And at this point, Sam goes, it's aliens. Sam thought it was aliens. Yeah, Sam goes, it's aliens. I was like, ah, I'd love it if it was. Oh, you're thinking and it maybe would this is like an abduction. Yeah, and it would explain like the no sim- doors, sim- no windows. Simulate mm-hmm. a home. But not as good as whoever that guy is. Huh? Nathan. Not as good as Nathan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Before this, we do see some doll stuff. There's a doll like, in the ceiling. There's things that are just like, like... you know me, I love I love vintage camera stuff. I like spooky stillness. I think that that's really cool. But when it, they sit on it for so long... I just, again... you don't have patience. Well, and it's novel to me. Like, if you're going to do a found footage and you're going to do it without any budget... Yeah. I think you have to do something. Are we even calling this a found footage film, though? I mean, I mean, that's what it's being called. Experimental horror film. Okay. Well, if you're going to do something like this, it's got to be something weirdly radical, like something sure. totally different. I'm a weirdo. I buy into the novelty of things. And it did not hurt that I really... Lynch is never far from my brain. Yeah. And yeah. because of that, like this whole movie was experienced for me through a Lynch-adjacent perspective. He's got some things going here, and I could see how he's really trying to explore something. We haven't even talked about this. It was filmed in his own childhood home. Which is cool. Which is cool I mean, if you're talking about your childhood nightmares. And it it is based on a recurring nightmare that he had, which I also think is cool as shit, because I had recurring nightmares in my childhood home, and they did involve aliens at my window. And so... I like this and I like the way that he's exploring it. I would love to talk to this guy and hear more about his inspiration behind it. I would love to hear his reason for taking and turning this into an hour and 40 minutes. Oh, I would love a reason for why you wouldn't just keep this as a short. <laughs> Which is funny because part of me felt that. And then I kind of... Um, you almost is... wanted like an extra hour? Yeah, I noodled on it. Okay. And I was like, you know, I like it. It's part of the horror of it. It's like this unending, uncomfortable, when the fuck is this going to be over? So, yeah, and that that's where it became. And I think maybe this is just what I'm looking for in horror. Like, I like to be scared. I don't like to feel... Uncomfortable? Dread like that. Yeah. It's like, you know... I like dread. Well, as a guy who doesn't really believe in the afterlife, this yeah. is like the equivalent of hell. Like, yeah. Because... Well, that's why the short was called Heck. Yeah. yeah. I have this theory that... The last thing that you experience alive stretches on endlessly. Ooh. Which, you should make a fucking horror film out of that. No, I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, because, like, the last blip that you have, as that becomes the last thing, it just continues to stretch. Okay, so with that, can we go to spoilers? I guess it's probably time can for dead giveaways. Yeah. This is the point of the show where we spoil parts of a movie. This film, Skinnamarink, if you haven't caught it in the theaters yet, I don't know how long it's going to be there, but it will be coming to Shudder very soon. So keep your eyes and ears and finger on the pulse of Skinnamarink. Okay, so obviously he's in a fucking coma. The whole movie is about him being coma? in a coma. I think it's dead. Which is awesome. I love that that's the direction that both of us went. Okay, but here's I guess the weird when, fucking when thing. The, the date flashes. Which were 500 and some days. Yeah, which that makes me... F- but I, I'm not discounting your no, dead theory. No, it's like, true. I mean, if you're counting human days. I just thought I would love to talk... To Kyle. To Kyle about like, the two hard and fast points of reference that we are given. Our 1994... Five. 
Was it? Yeah. It's right here. And right next to your face. Oh, sorry. On the screen And there. 500 and some odd days. Yeah. Okay. Right? That's weird to me. Because... Did you do the math or something? Well, no, I guess you can't, no. I mean, I'm sure there's it's... some weird numerology involved in it, but it's weird to me because it would have to be something like that. And yet, I googled like as soon as this movie ended, because this is one of my favorite things to do. I spent the next three hours laying in bed while Sam was fast asleep, googling people's interpretations of the movie, sure. like trying to find like, and I couldn't find a single fucking person. Now I found one today, okay. but I couldn't find a single fucking person initially. That thought he was in a coma. I'm like, what? You think little How boy, that not the little boy was in a coma? Yeah. And like at first he could hear his sister and then he couldn't hear her anymore. The parents, he didn't hear at all. Yeah. And he was in this place. And maybe when you're in a coma, death is coming to get you. And maybe that's what that fucking voice was. The voice I don't is know. in the shadows. Yeah. But I did feel it. it is based on a recurring nightmare that he had. Sure. Maybe maybe it's just completely abstract. It maybe could be. it's just totally a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And what could a child have done to be in hell? I mean, like... Yeah, uh, if you it, believe in it, yeah. Okay, and they don't have this concept of time, so why would 500 and some days be even something you can mark? You right, know? Like, right. Yep. Did he cut open his eyes or Kaylee's eyes? What the fuck? No, was his that? own. His own. He his stabbed own himself got in the shut eye as well. At the same time, he as stabbed Kaylee's himself did? in the eye. No, it was later. Yeah, I know that he said he got him a knife for whatever, and then he stabbed himself in the eye to open the eyes. Oh, yeah, I maybe. Think, I think it was the same thing that happened to Kaylee. Oh, because we never saw his face. That's interesting. I didn't get that. I didn't take that from it. But I like that. And these are basically non-actors. I think it was a Craigslist ad situation. Yeah, but I I really thought that the kids did a a good job. I mean... I think... I mean, I don't know. It's interesting because I think you have two ends of kids acting. One is you put kids in a random situation and they don't even really know that they're acting and they just do their fucking weird shit. That's kind of what this was. And I think that's what this was. Yeah, it's like, like, hey... And right. I guess you'd say Lucas, Paul, and and Dolly Rose. Right, the, right. You could say, Lucas, say this. Right. And then and he just says <laughs> Yeah. Right? That's kind of yeah. like but probably I think, what happened. But I think that that's why it worked for me because... It wasn't conversational. No, it felt like little kids to me. It felt very authentically like In little fact, kids. In fact, the only... The, and this was the only relief I got was when Kevin picked up a ringing phone. Oh, no, picked up the phone. What and the called fuck was that about, though? Why did he get through... That didn't make sense to me well, either. Well, you know that when, in this I missed, I read the synopsis and that's why, where I picked up it. The phone turned into a toy phone. Well, I know that there was a toy phone in a subsequent that shot. They want you to believe that. That it turned into it. That that's what he was talking on. Yeah, and that it was whatever evil entity had tricked him into thinking that That he there was somebody through. on the line that was helping. Yeah, I completely didn't catch that i mean and there's just a deep level of horror exactly like you said if there is a hell what the fuck would a four-year-old be doing there yeah I and mean, like a but, six-year-old did just shoot someone but true yeah. okay However, but that's that's even in, that i don't know if that's a hellish that's not punishment. canada though okay yeah, that's true that's not yeah. fucking canada and a, a little four-year-old some demon that's fucking with a little four-year-old it's this weird, horribly right? is like I guess I mean unsettling. we talked a little bit in a in a behind the screams episode about upcoming horror films. The Insidious mm-hmm. Five. If we go back to Insidious One, that boy was locked in and yep. in yep. 
basic the uh, the, well, and the, the further par- is health kind paranormal of. activity whatever it is two or three with the little girls yeah 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 i don't I mean, know what they're experiencing i liked it byron but as soon as i finished it i went oh god byron's gonna fucking hate this i movie. really went in with a, oh, an open heart yeah this. i almost just told you you were gonna hate it so yeah. that you would hopefully maybe like it a little more but i was like i'm just gonna I, let I, him do it i truly like i've tried it's a new year i wanted to come in fresh and we've talk, been talking about the buzz of this quite a bit yep i just gotta say i mean Imagery was really cool. Am I giving my final thoughts? I guess I probably could. Yeah. Let's go highs, lows real quick. High, spooky visuals. Low is uh, incredibly tedious. Overall, though, I guess that was the least exciting highs and lows that we've ever done. What did we, uh, as above, so below is what Mm -hmm. Sam called it? Yeah. Okay. Apologies, everybody. But yeah, I came in open heart, new year, lots of buzz. I love supporting new directors. I think that that was the the Mm -hmm. most exciting thing about this is Kyle got, I mean, a big break and well-deserved for creating something like this, but it's not for me. It is just too weird. You're weird. It's linear, but barely. I can't watch 45 second of, of just a, a still shot with no words. Yep. I, I can't do it. Yep. Everything is obviously intentional, and I completely respect that. Oh, and the end. The end was spooky. I liked it. I'm very curious to watch his short, Heck, and to see what's next. But yeah, this isn't for me. I give Skinnamarink 3.7 oh my God! buckets. I didn't think you were going to hate it that much. Sorry. Okay, well. It, it's not enjoyable. We're starting the year on opposite ends of the spectrum, my dear. As above, so below. Low point was the 911 call, but now that you explain it to me, Makes it doesn't bother sense. me as much. High point was Kaylee's eyes and face. Okay. I mean, that just it just scared the shit out of me. Maybe it's this weird combination of me being a parent and me liking slow burns, me being obsessed with David Lynch all converged for me to love this movie. The discomfort of the way that kids communicate or don't communicate Mm -hmm. resonates very strongly with me. The weird abstract stuff resonates. I really wanted more resolution. I wanted to know more what the fuck was going on. I love a big hallway of toys. That's cool. But it is going to keep me researching, listening to interviews with Kyle to finally hopefully get to the bottom of that. And and that's kind of fun. It is. I, I enjoy that. I like obsessing over things. So... I totally understand why somebody wouldn't like this. Do not go into this thinking you're going to go see Paranormal Activity. It is slow and deliberate and weird. And unless the tone of this world that you're watching makes you feel wildly uncomfortable, it's not going to be spooky to you. It does make me feel wildly uncomfortable. I think a lot of it simulates what frightens me about the experience of being a child because Uh you are so powerless and there are so many things you don't understand and you can't communicate. And that is just so terrifying in and of itself. A lot of people do associate varying imaginations of hell on some of those factors. And I think a lot of it aligns with what it's like to be a little kid. It's spooky. There are all sorts of reasons a kid would have nightmares or feel that his parents were gone. And I think this could tap into that for a number of different people who have experienced all sorts of different abandonments, traumas, or even just the stress of being a little kid in a pretty fucked up world. If you're in, I think you're in. I was in. I'm trying to remember what Sam said at the end of it. It was something like, well, I'm glad I watched that, but that should have been 30 minutes. God, I miss that guy sometimes. I know. I know. I know. For all of these reasons, 
I'm countering Byron's Just vote. Flip it to a 7.3? 7.3 orange Lego separators that actually weren't invented until 2011. Good point. And those are our thoughts on Skinamarink, which, as I said before, limited theatrical could be expanding. Who knows? But it will be on Shutter soon. So check it out. And once you do, let us know. Be patient. What you think. And do be patient. I'm being honest when I say I tried my best. It's just... I know you did, me. It's okay. I don't hate you for this one. Or reach out to us on social media at Friday on Twitter and Instagram. You can leave a comment below this episode in the show notes at Friday.com. You could send us an email, contact you at Friday.com. That would be really interesting to hear maybe how his interpretations of nightmares affected you as well. Ooh. If you have similar feelings, similar thoughts, and also it's kind of a lead into what we're doing next week. True Tales of Terror, of course. Very exciting. Yeah, it's been a long ass time. It really has. Can't wait to do that. Oh, also, yeah, let's have a big talk about this in our groups. Facebook.com slash group slash Friday or Discord.Friday.com. Nightmare Talk. No spoilers, though. How could you fucking spoil this film? How could you? Shop.Friday.com. Shop. Going to be releasing some new things this year. But for now, uh, let's have a, let's have a sale, Kelly. I love sales. Let's, let's clear it out. Oh, God. Really? Why not? Okay. I was going to like take some stuff to Disney World with me and then just leave it in random places. That's cool. Do like some guerrilla marketing. Secret percentage off. Visit shop.friday.com to see just how much you could save. <whistles> Pins, shirts. Amazing. Uh, cassette tape. Yes. Get it. Get it. Thefridaysociety.org. We talked a little bit about it. Uh, if you want to hear what our thoughts are about this new year that we're in, we did a sprint through all of the upcoming releases that'll be available at the fridaysociety.org as well as uh, 90 plus episodes of behind the screams bonus episodes of captain kelly's cryptids conspiracies byron serial corner the writer's room toast to toast pm with wine kelly and cinema autopsy so much kelly mouthful of dole whip Mm-hmm. got a chicken turkey leg turkey leg not a chicken leg in, in hand yep the churros you got the popcorn's the pretty good mini mouse hat uh, we'll you get see. those no no, no. no i don't no. really get those all no. right did they sell the big white gloves yes they Look, do those are fun those all are right really fun. well say hi to goofy for me kelly i will next time we're getting you there we'll see but until next week kelly where are you gonna I'm going to be at Disney yeah, World. I, I know. We just but you can email me, Kelly at Friday.com. I'm at Byron McCoy on Twitter and Instagram. Byron at Friday.com is my email address. And until next Friday. Oh, by the way, guys, our Camp Camp Friday. Camp right, Friday! Right around the corner. Friday.rsvp. Enroll now. Until next Friday, though, I'm Byron. I'm Kelly. Stay conscious. Yeah. Do. And stay scared. listening to an audio wall original produced by byron mccoy theme music provided by cemeteries for more programs like this visit audiowall.co